Welcome to Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name is Leonard Sultana. Uh, I am joined by some fantastic guests, uh, not only uh, in a virtual space on the Hangout as usual, but also right here in front of me. Um, yes, this is uh, Tina. Uh, this is uh, Red Hot Diva and Sizzlin on Twitter. Um, someone who's very much a fan of. Uh, well, you do. Are you involved in um, Singapore Comic Con in an official capacity? Because uh, you really do get involved in that convention. Um, usually, I've been a supporting blog for right. the CGCC for a number of years. Okay. And then, um, yeah, so I do help them cover interviews right. uh, pre uh, promotion yeah, the reason why I thought I'd brought bring that up is because Tina really does kind of talk to every single person that I think I know whereas she actually knows them so I mean when I have on my on my panel at San Diego comic-con uh, I have uh, mr. Uh, Paul, Paul Paul Levitt. This is the person who introduced me to Paul uh, in a virtual space, so thank you very much indeed. Uh, we're also being joined uh, in a virtual space by my usual partner in crime. Hello, Alyssa from the Friends of CC4. How are you, Di? Uh, leaving tomorrow, not packed, behind oh, really? on everything. Uh, you know, that's life. Moving on. It's, it's Comic-Con. You know, it's you never feel as though you get everything done that you want to get done. And why shouldn't I start early? Because that's the way it is. I mean, you're not the only person. I and mean, we've got uh, uh, da uh, Danger Daphne, who's watching, uh, and mm. is saying in the comments, packing or watching cup of tea? Wonder which to choose. <laughs> People leaving it kind of last minute. So that's, that's fine. Uh, so, I mean, how's the forum been into this final stretch? A couple of days to go. How, how's the forum been uh, reacting so far? Um, hopping. Uh, the news of, of Star Trek, uh, how that was going to be played out, has, um, has you know, kind of thrown a monkey wrench into everybody's Wednesday plans. Uh, there's a lot of people who weren't planning on getting there until much later in the day. Thankfully, uh, CCI did, for you international folk, did uh, agree to use the barcode as opposed to... We're very grateful for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there would have been an uproar. Um, well, I, I think I'd, I personally would have been making a lot of noise. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, it is, yes, we'll, we, we'll talk about that and we'll get into the, the, the whole mm -hmm. Star Trek thing because it's also going to be about how it's uh, going to be lining up for that and uh, sort of all of that organizing. So we'll definitely get into that as well. So we'll cover that um, when we've done our review of where we've been this weekend. Speaking of which, uh, we have had someone who came to Star Wars Celebration on Saturday. We have Mr. Mark Serby joining us. Hello, Mark. How are you? Are yeah. Back on the Hangouts. At last. <laughs> Your fans will be thrilled. I know, I know. It's been a while. This is a thing. You know, busy doing other things. However, obviously yesterday, just enough time to go to Star Wars Celebration all day with obviously yourself and Tina and managed to sink a few beers afterwards. Um, <laughs> just yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah um, I, I don't know if anybody knows, if you haven't been drinking with Leonard, do not plan to go home any time before 8 or 9 p.m. Uh, I thought, yeah, no problem, I'll be home by 9. No, 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 half yeah, past yeah. 11 yesterday. You're, 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 painting 11. Me as a, you're painting me as a very bad influencer. Um, <laughs> and frankly, I think we need to clarify that. You were the one that was doing all the drinking. You were the one that was dancing on the bar. You were the one that was swinging the lays around and really getting. I mean, I, I just, I just stood and watched in awe. Frankly. Yeah, you just filmed it. That was the problem. <laughs> I have negatives, and frankly, they're going nowhere. Whoa. So, <laughs> excellent. So, 
we'll tell we'll start with you, Mark, then, because you did do the Saturday. Um, what was your impressions of Star Wars Celebration? This is where we are, and we're in the Aloft Hotel, which is adjacent to the Excel Centre in London. How was your Star Wars Celebration? Uh, I've never done like a a one event con before, and obviously this is Star Wars, so it's just going to be Star Wars. So kind of a little bit apprehensive, but quite excited as well to see what it was. And I have to say, I had an absolute blast. I really did. It was really good fun. It wasn't it wasn't crowded in the same way that like San Diego is, or you know certain cons are. There was enough room to move about, but it still felt very very busy. Um, got to walk around and see virtually everything really and the great thing was that they put up times as well so you knew how long you were going to be here how long you were going to be there I mean that's perfect that is what you want to see but I had a great time I really did you know I mean the my whole quest was to get Mark Hamill's autograph and when I say quest it was a quest Tina will know this because it happened to her today and it happened to me yesterday it becomes a long event a long event like a marathon yeah. so it was good fun though it really was good fun and it made it, it just made the day even funnier and even right at the end right at the end when i finally got there and you stand outside the way that they've queued and it's wonderful because you can see other people so the booth next to where mark was was the photograph booth and as we were there Ray Park was having his photographs taken and coming out and just waving to people and waving and doing all this. And that's the kind of interaction that just made it a little bit more special. It made it quite fun because you don't see that sometimes. You certainly don't see it at San Diego Comic-Con, I don't think. But, yeah, I had an absolute blast. It was really good fun. I, I think one thing that kind of struck me about my experience is it's felt like a very human con uh, in that while there was a fair amount on the, on the floor which you were being sold at, there was a lot of Star Wars merchandise from various uh, retailers. It was still very much a, a, celebra it's a celebration in the true sense of the word, uh, and it was very much for the fans. I mean, I spoke to uh, Mary Franklin, who's the event director uh, for Reed Pop here at, um, at Star Wars Celebration, and she, it was the first thing she said. It was, it's, this is for fans, by fans, and uh, it was definitely that feeling. I think the Star Wars fandom, that is one of the main characteristics worldwide, even locally in Singapore. You have the kind of family feel that you're back with friends, you know, enjoying uh, things, all things concerning Star Wars. Yeah. And I think I felt that at this convention as well. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely, it was definitely a, a very, very positive, very friendly, uh, and uh, you can you felt that across the uh, the whole board. Um, Possibly not as much content as I thought there might be, but once you then really kind of break down the, the schedules um, away from the two big stages, there was lots of little gems, uh, for example, the behind the scenes stage and all that you went to. I think that um, because it caters to Star Wars alone and the people like the, the UK Garrison, uh, for instance, or the, uh, the LTD2 builders, so they actually cater a lot of the panels, smaller panels people who have such specific interests uh, and, and there were so many. I mean, I was kind of interested to pick in to see what this was about because I've not been to any of these uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, but there was no time. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, what, what panel, did you manage to get to see any panels while you were here, Mark? I ended up in the um, behind-the-scenes one and 
I went to the one uh, with Madame Two Swords, and they were talking about how they did the Star Wars exhibition, which is currently running in London, and then it's going on to Germany. So they were talking about how they how they do all of the waxworks and all of this and whatever else, and they unveiled the Ray waxwork right there on the stage. Wow. I mean, it, I was I was at the back of the room, but even there, I could see how detailed it was. And they were talking about the, the painstaking operation and the, the fact that they use real hair and everything else like that. I mean, it was fantastic. It was interesting. It was really interesting because you kind of go to Madame Tussauds or you go to any of these waxwork places and you go, yeah, this looks great. I wonder how they do it. Well, that was the panel. They told you how they did it. And obviously, because it was Star Wars, it was kind of that much more interesting because they were saying that some of them went to Skywalker Ranch to measure it all up and, you know, find all of this. But when they wanted to do um, the Force Awakens figures, they had to send certain things to them to say, is it like this? And because the film had, hadn't come out, they basically turned around and said... Yes or no. That's all they could say. They couldn't say any more. It was only two weeks before the film came out that they actually saw the real uh, material, you know, the real hair and things like that. So they ha they were basically making these things. I think they were saying it was something like about eight weeks they start beforehand. So they were making them blind for a long time. Fair enough. I mean, I, 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 I agree with the kind of the panel content that even on the, the niche panels, it was very interesting. Uh, I mean, I managed to get to a fair number of the panels uh, this time around. Um, I actually came down overnight on the Thursday and got into lines uh, on the Friday morning just to explain how they actually organized the panels. Uh, it was all down to wristbands, um, there you go, which means a lot of guests have the wristband uh, to, to hand. And you basically queued up for the wristbands in the first thing in the morning for whichever panel that you wanted to go to. Uh, they did clear the rooms between the panel rooms, so it was all about... Um, that, I think that's where I felt that there wasn't as much content because they were clearing the, the room. Um, but uh, the first panel was Mark Hamill, which was a lot of fun because it, it's Mark Hamill, the guy. He's, he's great. He's, he's, he's just slightly, slightly bonkers, and that's exactly how you want him. Um, I know that Carrie Fisher did her panel today, today. same know. drill, she was still very <laughs> slightly bonkers. Um, admittedly, um, it was a case of the, it's, uh, that, it's the symptom of con culture that things were going very quickly uh, in terms of the wristbands. Uh, on the Thursday, people did camp out, um, and the wristbands for the main panel on the Friday, which was the uh, Star Wars, uh, the Rogue, Rogue One, One story, uh, those uh, wristbands did kind of all go by eight o'clock, um, and uh, yeah, it was a lot. That I think has been one of the highlight panels of, of the week. I mean, what was what was your standout panel this time round? What was what 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 kind of that Star Wars Rebels or Ray Park? Ray Park, okay, uh, fair enough. Um, I know I know you're a fan. Um, the the Rebels um, panel was uh, very interesting. Uh, as somebody who's Kind of watched Rebels on a uh, sort of like cursory level. Um, it was really interesting to see how they have evolved the series over the course of these uh, the two seasons, with the third season on the way. And you also had uh, the big reveal of uh, General Thrawn, yeah. who's going to be um, big a big fan, yeah. big fan yeah. favorite. And uh, the room did go slightly nuts. Um, it was uh, a, a lot of fun to yeah. feel that energy because, from the Rebels. You know, they, they showed it in, in shadow. Yeah. 
And then people was like, who is he? Is he who we think he is? <laughs> and then he steps forward into the light and yes, uh, it's the uh, blue-eyed boy himself. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah so the lot red of fun. Okay, red-eyed. <laughs> Blue-skinned boy then. Okay, fair enough. Um, but no, uh, I think... Um, the the staging was pretty good. Everyone, they, I mean, there's no real bad seats no, in the house. No. I think the wristband policy works really well for a club like this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it'd be curious to see how something like that would work, say, for example, at San Diego, but that would just be down to clearing of rooms, and it's yes. something that I think they have already said that they, they, it's they, not possible. It's, well, I think it's just it would cut down on the content. Yeah, okay. So there we go. Um, I don't know if there's any questions from you two about what we've seen, anything that you feel that we'd like to expand on. <laughs> Rogue One, did you guys get into that panel? Right. Um, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> you, okay. I missed that. You missed that. Maybe, okay. Yeah. Well, um, like I say, I went down on the Thursday morning, um, uh, uh, sorry, Friday morning overnight on the coach, um, and I got into the wristband hall to get my wristband, and uh, they, the the big screen was flashing that Mark Hamill's wristbands were running low. So I thought, okay, I'll go get the Mark Hamill wristband, get that out of the way, get that first. Got that, came around, and just as I went to get the Rebels um, wristband, they swapped over from the main, uh, so for Rogue One, sorry, they swapped from the uh, Celebration stage wristbands to the Streaming Galaxy stage wristbands. I missed out by two people. What? I know, I know, but in the plus column we got to see everything that they uh, showed in the um, in the screen. I think it was also what was also uh, streamed online. Uh, we got to see um, the excellent sizzle reel, uh, which certainly sends a couple of uh, chills up your spine, especially when uh, you have uh, the big line uh, from the new heroine. Uh, lots of new footage, behind the scenes stuff we got to see. Um, and yeah, then they pretty much brought out a large number of the cast, uh, including the full uh, team of spies uh, up onto the stage. Uh, we also had uh, Ben Mendelsohn as our new baddie, uh, Kathleen Kennedy uh, showcasing. It was Gwendolyn Christie who was the moderator uh, for the panel. And it was, for me, I think it was the, the, the highlight panel of the weekend. I think it was, it was the one that attracted the most attention. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I think we learned a couple of things. Uh, number one, um, if you English, if English is not your first language, uh, and you are a little bit confused about what you can and cannot reveal about major plot lines, possibly um, don't give that person a microphone. Uh, yeah. Which we won't expand into, but yes, uh, something did get kind of revealed. Um, number two. Um, I think Gwendolyn Christie is no Chris Hardwick, but um, she did reasonably well. Uh, she held her own, and I think the content certainly drove the, the narrative of the, of the panel. And yeah, they showed the sizzle reel three times. After the third time, you kind of were wanting something else, but. I think they would have been, we would have been happy if we saw it all once. But it was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of fun to be in the Well, let me ask you that question then, then, because I wasn't there that day. Do you think that... Because obviously most people were waiting for a new trailer. We didn't get it. We got the sizzle reel. Do you think that was a plus or a minus on what they did? 
Um, well, they did actually show a trailer, uh, and there is a new trailer available, and it was shown actually in the stage. Um, what we got in the streaming stage was a high-end camera shot of the celebration stage with a trailer showing in a kind of postage stamp <laughs> on the screen, in a screen. Can I help you? <laughs> um, we, we're kind of joined. What's up? This is great part. Thank you. How, how's your uh, Star Wars coming? It's up there. I know. It's confused the hell out of me several times as well. How's your celebration? It's been great. Yeah? Fantastic. How's the fans been? Awesome. It's been really positive. I've really, I've really yeah. felt that there's that energy in you. It's been fantastic. Yeah. It's great. We were at Anaheim last year and it was fantastic. It was fantastic this year. Your panel was fun. I was loving yeah, it. Yeah, that's a fun. Yeah. 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 Excellent stuff. So, so I, want, I want to take up any more time. Oh, I'm just 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 say say Mr. Ray Parker, the word. Thank you very much. Good to see you. So there we go. Uh, we've got Mark Hamill coming. We've got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're they're, they're going to be just showing up short. <laughs> Fantastic, actually. Just in the background, yeah. Excellent. Okay, um, so, yeah, um, what did he do on his panel? Oh. Just out of curiosity. Oh, there was a um, SIF training program, okay. mini SIF training program. So, so is like, that where you got a broomstick and waved it about for a bit? The, um, the whole set okay. five people, three kids. <laughs> And a and a person dressed up as Darth Maul, and then he taught them some moves. Cool. And okay, yeah. excellent. Sorry, I'm just just slightly shaken <laughs> by that. <laughs> Ray Park just bombing the the, the hangout. Excellent. Um, but no, it was um, yeah. I'd say that was the standout. I mean, I was kind of hoping that we were going to get um, a little bit more information on the final panel of the day, which of today, sorry, which was uh, the filmmaker future filmmakers panel which was covering Episode 8 and the future um, Han Solo standalone. We did have the filmmakers up there on stage. We also were introduced to the new Han Solo. Really? I can't. I can't. I'm going to be self-conscious about the rest of this. So we had the, the new come out. We had John Bogea show up. Uh, we also had Harry, uh, Carrie Fisher and uh, um, Mark Hamill on stage as well. So it was a lot of fun to wrap up the, the weekend. It was a really good. Yeah. So yeah. That was a surprise. Yeah, not yeah. That was cool. Uh, not so much in terms. We didn't see a new trailer. We didn't see any new footage. Uh, any footage. So it really was kind of. Yeah, just let's meet our Han Solo for the first time yeah. in person. So. I like him. Um, I do. I think he's going to do well. I, I, he has a certain charm. He does, yeah. very much so. Yeah. And I also quite like the uh, the filmmakers as well. Yeah, I um, they, I think they they're going to do a great job. And from the t- from just from the conversation that we're having. Yeah, so enthusiastic. Yeah, they are very much so. They're passionate about. I mean, was there anything that kind of jumped out? At that panel, because you're in, you just. Kind I of, was just in the streaming. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, was anything that kind of jumped out to you? Um, uh, maybe about how they actually love the British crew that much. Yeah. You know? That that was uh, something that was new to me. Yeah, because um, they, they were ex- they're explaining that um, oh, this is um, 
uh, Lord and Miller, uh, the directors of the new house, however, they were explaining that they have just pretty much moved into uh, London. They've uh, come over and they will be here for a year and a half, two years, while they're making this film. So um, making a film here in the UK is very much that investment of time. Uh, so they, they, and, and how they actually... Uh, Cameos on each other's movies. Yes, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. But I think generally, as a convention, it's very organised. I mean, you you have you have two sets of uh, t-shirts uh, here. You have staff and crew blue and black shirts, and all of them have American accents. This is a team from the states. This is Reed Pop's team. They don't recruit here in the UK. It's a team that is flown in. This is a team that know what they are doing. Um, they, it's Reed Pop. They, they've been doing this for a while, but this is a core team that know what they're doing, and it's very, it's a slick, it's a streamlined affair, and they, it's very, very well organised. I felt. I mean, what was your experience when it came to lines? And I think it was all very well organised, uh, except for you know some delays with uh, talent, but that is you can't really blame such things because sure. there are many people and. Uh, the schedules, so that's not something thought. No. Um, yeah. Um, I think the other, th I did bring up something with uh, Mary in my interview about the security because um, some people did feel that perhaps the bag check uh, situation, because every time you entered the building, you had to go through bag check. Um, it was something that was possibly felt to be a little bit too much, it was a little bit overkill. But then um, and then I, I did actually ask Mary, was this something that was introduced off the back of recent events uh, worldwide, not in France, but Orlando? Basically, were conversations made? And she said, no, to be honest, this was how we were going to run it anyway. We wanted to make sure our fans were safe, uh, our family was safe. That's their priority. I have a thing about that, though. The back security isn't at a place where you could actually barricade everybody from entering. Mm. Because at a certain point, there are so many entries that someone without a back check could have gone through yeah. the halls. I think so, I don't know whether... Whether well, it's yeah. something this size is could be something that safe. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, I mean, because of the layout of Excel. Yeah. But um, it was—I mean—it was using a lot of the space, um, and I think they maximised to the the the, the absolute um, facility of it here at the Excel. And um, I think that it's just been a sterling event. And for my first celebration, it's just been—I've really enjoyed it. And uh, admittedly, I have felt that um, it has been the um, the practice run towards next week. Um, we all know that San Diego Comic Con is a whole other ballgame, but this has been a great way to <laughs> ease myself into my into con con mode. Um, so yeah, uh, any other questions from uh, Alyssa and Mark? I don't know. Do you know what? I was just going to add something to what you were saying about um, you know how professional it's run. Even talking to the volunteers, because uh, they were manning the booths of autographs and photographs, they knew what they were talking about. And I kind of found that was very rare. I was talking to one of them whilst I was waiting in the queue uh, for Mark Hamill's autograph, and we were talking about when you cap the line and how his line is compared to Carrie Fisher's. And she knew. She was bang on the money. She was like, listen, this is what we think. This is how many he thinks. This is what we think. 
Carrie's doing this, etc. I mean, they knew, and these are volunteers. That I, I was really impressed with that because normally they go, yeah, listen, we just work here, we give out the tickets and whatever else. But they were good. Yeah. That goes um, to that would seem as though it goes to the organization, the the international repop organization, having a meeting with the volunteers and saying. You know, and, and giving them information so that they can know what to expect. And hats off to them for actually doing that. A lot of people lip service to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys, it seems like they actually do the do. So that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, final wrap-up. I mean, okay. In a couple of sentences, your thoughts on Star Wars Celebration. What, what's your uh, take on it? Uh, Has it been worth the trip? Has it been worth the trip? Of course. Well, <laughs> because, you know, um, we don't get that kind of uh, scale of Star Wars related conventions over in my region. We are hoping that there will be Star Wars Celebration Asia. We can only hope. Hint, hint. We can only hope. <laughs> um, but uh, not only that, because we felt like a family, that's the main thing. Uh, and you see different aspects of Star Wars, those that you're familiar with, you have the celebrity side, you have the behind the scenes side sort of things, and you have uh, fans side of things. Mm. And with interactions with people around the world that I have been having for the last few years, and then we get to meet here. It's so fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I just have had a message come through um, just on Twitter, just uh, somebody asking who was the photo bomber? Oh, who was the bomb? <laughs> the bomber there? Oh, that was Ray Park. That was Darth Maul. Darth Maul. That was Darth Maul. That's a bad. That's a bad man. Anyway, no, it's, it's, cool guy. Cool guy. Excellent. Um, my personal take on it, I think it's been uh, very well organised. Um, it's used the space effectively. It's had a lot of things to see. And for somebody who has never been to Celebration before, uh, it's just been uh, an eye-opener, like you say, yeah. to have a convention where it is one subject or it's yeah. one genre. Uh, it's you just... You see the excitement in everybody's yeah, eyes. very much so. And like for the kids who even enjoy... What do your thoughts on the cosplayers? Before we came oh, on air... Oh, yeah. Before oh, well. we came on air, we talked about how many cosplayers and you felt well, not, not as many, many as you as felt. I thought I would see, and mm. most of them were the regular ones, like the... Stormtroopers. Uh, I saw many Han Solo. Lots of Han Solos. <laughs> lots of Stormtroopers. And um, lots of um, Kylo, Kylo Ren. Lots, lots of Kylo Ren. Lots of Kylo But then I also saw a few rare ones that I have not seen before uh, attending conventions around the world. Um, there was the Caminion one. Oh, the Camino aliens. Uh, no. No. What's, what's, what's his name? Uh, from the Clone Wars. I've not seen the Clone Wars, so um, <laughs> this is where I stuck my head down. To, uh, uh, and then I just spotted an Emerald Throne just now. Oh, you've seen the Throne? Yeah. Wow. And there was Vido as well, who was like red. I, mean, I, I even saw the, uh, Ben Mendelssohn's uh, baddie character from uh, the new Rogue One. There was a, he must have been 10 or 12, doing the cosplay of that, and I went, you know what? Fair play to you, sir. Congratulations. Uh, to do a, a, a baddie from a film we've only seen in a trailer so far. Fair play to you. So uh, that was that was lots, lots yeah, of fun. But, um, and Andrew English from the Q&A on the, on the board is asked, said that the only downside to this event was that there was nowhere for cosplayers to change. And he no. went on to say yeah. that um, Saturday was packed. 
Yeah. No, you, that's um, actually behind the scenes there was something about that as well. Um, I do know that there was a very little amount of space that was allocated to uh, the 501st. Uh, until they actually uh, made, kicked up a little bit of a stink, and I believe there was some pressure from high up to make sure that that was uh, expanded. Um, yeah, that, that, from what I understand, um, in the back, in the behind the scenes, that was very much an issue. Um, but they, I think they all modelled through, and they certainly looked decent when they were uh, front and centre and uh, having their picture taken by the various people on the floor. So they definitely made the effort. Um, I, I- Another question was from Jason Coe. He said, uh, Poke- well, Pokemon Go has been uh, kind of taken the U.S. by storm. I was wondering if you guys, you know, what, what its presence was over there. Non-existent. Non- yeah. Thank goodness. Non-existent. <laughs> um, no, was, I, I, think, I think I spotted two players uh, throughout the entire weekend. I think, every, I think everyone was just so, so Star, Wars. Star Wars focused. <laughs> Um, they didn't have the time. It was just uh, no. It's, I know it's something that I'm a little bit concerned about in San Diego, uh, but uh, here in London, no. Thankfully, the the madness has not got hold yet. Uh, so uh, no, uh, thankfully, it was uh, spared on that one. Um, let's see if we can just go through a couple of uh, comments on the Q and A. Uh, Craig Linders, uh, greetings from South Dakota. Happy con, everyone. May your lines be short and your feet be strong. My feet are oh, killing me right now. Me. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I know that we've been supposed to be doing uh, SDCC fit. I've done two months of SDCC fit in three days. That's how that's how my uh, weekend has gone. Um, we've also had um, uh, this is uh, Samantha maybe. Um, I was under the impression they were going to show something other than the sizzle reel, at least the last time, but that it wasn't included in the, the live stream. You're right, yeah, it did yeah. get, it did get cut, um, and not only that, but because of the uh, the reveal that was accidentally made, Star Wars pretty much made that a private video from the second that they stopped going live. There is a trailer. There is a new trailer. Um, we're just going to have to wait on it to uh, get revealed and get released. But for everybody who's in the room, they got to see it. Uh, admittedly, I'd say about what, from what I saw, two thirds of it is stuff that we've seen in the previous trailer, but it does end on a silhouette, which is a uh, familiar uh, look to most Star Wars fans, and a familiar breathing uh, apparatus in the background. So, confirmed for the film is Darth Vader. Um, so, looking forward to this new trailer. Um, I had a great time though. Uh, I thought Gwendolyn did a, did a great job. Um, I think she, I mean, she definitely brought an enthusiasm to the stage, but um, I think uh, she was a little bit um, stiff in places. She wasn't too sure how to continue the conversation, but I think she did okay. Um, room for improvement. I'll go with that. Room for improvement. <laughs> so, so there we go. That was that was my take on it. But thank, thank you very much indeed for your comment, uh, Gwendolyn. How was the floor layout for uh, Star Wars Celebration? Uh, like I say, it was slightly... North, north side of the hall, uh, there was the, um, uh, the autograph halls in yeah. the corner, and then some other merchandise stores. And then the south hall, uh, there were the uh, rope run um, props and costumes. Yes. Yeah. And then other... A very, very large... Ex- uh, sorry, very, very large TIE fighter and a very yeah, large very ATAT rope, which is... Dominated the hall. Each of these sections had uh, halls as well for 
panels. Yeah, it actually inside, inside, yeah. Inside, which yeah. is quite interesting because then it shifts the clouds in different directions. Yeah. That's why it didn't seem so cramped. No. It was uh, the one I will say that today, for the traditionally quiet Sunday, this was actually busy. Yeah, it was busy. This was a busy day. Yeah. This is I. Mark, I know you were here um, on Saturday. It was, this was busier than Saturday. Well, interestingly, there was tickets available up until Friday, available for Sunday, and then all of a sudden they put a note out to say all tickets are now sold for Sunday. So there must have been a mad rush on Friday, Thursday or Friday to get those Sunday tickets. Wow. Oh. I think that was uh, when they did announce that there was going to be this future filmmakers panel. I think a lot of people are interested to see what we can expect from the future of Star Wars, including Episode Eight. Um, yeah, it just felt on the floor, very, very busy indeed. So yeah, that was good. Um, Jason Coe, is that Mark Hamill back there? No, it's not. Yeah, so that clears uh, up. Thank you. Uh, yeah, um, thanks for the comment. But, uh, no, we're not. That, we're not that lucky, unfortunately. Um, Stop. <laughs> yeah, we would, uh, at which point I would be going over there and dragging him over. Um, Thrawn is canon now, says Scott uh, Kulikin. He is. The man is in is in Star Wars. It's official. Can uh, I just say something about Thrawn? Because obviously I never knew anything, and you guys were telling me about it last night when we went out for something to eat. Um, I saw somebody as a cosplay as him, and I had no idea. And all I could think of was Arrested Development. And every time we yes. saw him, we kept saying, as that, that guy's blued himself again. So, yeah. you know, apologies to anybody who is yeah. a big fan of his. If you've been cosplaying as um, a member of the Blue Man group uh, in the past, uh, good news. Uh, all you have to do is just get some red lenses. Oh, well, my friend. And that's pretty much, that's you, that's you, that's you sorted. My friend was saying that he will get mistaken as mystique. Uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> excellent. Um, so there we go. But to wrap things up, excellent convention. Uh, very much looking forward to see how they do uh, Orlando next year when they will be celebrating 40 years mm. of Star Wars. So and it's going to be there. And episode 8 as well. So you've definitely got uh, um, the big birthday party in Orlando. I know that, Alyssa, you're planning on going to that. I am. Um, I, it's, I'm going to be doing... Uh, ECC, um, Emerald City Comic Con, WonderCon, and then Star Wars Celebration Orlando uh, with some family vacation mixed in. Uh, but I am looking forward to that. I haven't been down to Florida in years. Cool. Kind well, of well, not a big fan of Florida, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I'm actually hoping for myself is that we're going to get a lot more uh, people supporting us on Patreon.com slash Englishman SDCC, at which point I will then send uh, Mark out to represent uh, the website uh, to go out to Orlando to uh, to take part in Star Wars Celebration. If that's okay with you, Mark. Yeah, I mean, that's... That, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, maybe we should send people out as cosplayers. You know, the, you know if Alyssa's going to do it from there, maybe we can all have a vote of a cosplay that Alyssa should wear so we can pick her out. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what could Alyssa cosplay as? Let's let's. No. Any, any suggestions for Star Wars cosplay for Alyssa? Let's get that on. I'll list. start suggesting cosplay for you guys. How do you want? You like that one? I mean, I could certainly go minimalist here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Push me in one corner, and that's what comes out. 
suggestion for my cosplay has been ever since 2010. I just haven't had the bottle to do it, and that is Caroline wants to be Han Solo and wants to make me Chewbacca. Um, <laughs> the only side of that is I can just think me in a full wall Chewbacca outfit in San Diego. It would kill me. It would kill me. So, yeah, there we go. Fun and games. Right, um, let's um, talk then about the news when it comes to um, San Diego Comic-Con. We're talking three days, two days, two and a half days in Canton. So, um, really, uh, it's just the final dotting of the... Uh, uh, dotting of the T's, crossing of the I's, and um, talking about the news that was released this week. We had Nerd HQ, and we also have the reveal of the um, Star Trek premiere tickets. So, Alyssa, if, which one do you want to uh, tackle first? Um, I, let's start from the beginning of the week. It seemed as though that primarily people were focused on lines. I mean, that's that's what a lot of people were talking about at the beginning of the week. Um uh, you know, five person, you know, five people to one ratio for the Hall H line. They were getting their line groups together. And, oh, yeah, exactly, I roll. Because, it, it you know, it's tedious and, and, and the like. But, but obsessive, ADD, HD, con planners, OCD, you know, hyper planners unite and go for it. So that that was the beginning of the week, and then Nerd HQ dropped. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, they their system held up a lot better than um, okay. than it had in the past, which was but huge. You may have to explain this to me then, because I got a tip for the Brown Paper Tickets websites with the listings for Nerd HQ, and I put that onto the website and revealed that the programs were getting planned, not necessarily released to get the tickets sold yet, but at least we had an idea of what was going to be the program. I understand then those listings were pulled and changed around. Was that the case? What happened there? Um, there was a couple... There was one panel in particular um, that I was looking forward to buying with the showrunners panel, and I'm not—I don't remember when that was or when it was that was going to go on sale, but I wasn't able to find that one and and or buy it. I believe the blog posted that they thought that there was a an issue with the dates um, with regards to some of the panels, but the majority of what you posted was accurate. Okay. Um, which was good, and and we were able to dive into the information and and uh, you know obsessive OCDs <laughs> spreadsheet people again <laughs> struck, and we had we had a group going and and uh, and as a result, there's quite a few people who are swapping and trading tickets on the forum at this point. I mean, were you guys did you guys try for anything? Were you able to get any tickets? I was about to ask what was the success rate. I mean, have there, have there been lots of gnashing of teeth, or has it been a lot of happy stories? It seems as though that primarily people who were able to get in um, were able to actually buy the tickets that they had. Uh, so that, to my mind, is a successful sale. Uh, there weren't a lot of errors. There weren't a lot of um, technical hiccups, uh, in my opinion. 
Um, there were some. I think there always are some. But uh, in general, people were able to, if they had the luck of the draw, fast connection, clicked at the right time, all of that sort of stuff, um, they, they'd seem like they were able to complete the sale. Of course, the most uh, sought-after ones, you sort of supernatural panel. Um, <laughs> have you, have you heard this? Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Well, at least yeah. You know what you like now. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if this news changed. Um, when I did post about it, that uh, we had the Nathan Fillion panel that was announced on the Friday, and at the bottom it did actually say, "Very important. You will only be allowed to attend one Nathan panel uh, if you buy tickets to both. Your ticket will be voided." At which point. There were no other Nathan Fillion panels apart from Conman. What is that? The, is that the case with the listing? Was there just one, or is it him and the Conman panel? I, I thought that there was two uh, Nathan Fillion panels. I think one was on Thursday and one was on Sunday. Um, I don't have those up in front of me. Um, I, I didn't I didn't think to do that, but that, that's my recollection that there was two. Fair. It made sense to me to do the wording that they used. So at the end of the day, perhaps the information that you got was kind of the first draft and the second draft, you know, was, was what they went with. Fair enough. Okay, that's uh, good information to know. The, I mean, the listing which I've got in front of me here, I mean, the, you're right. I mean, I personally think that the, the, the content at North HQ uh, this yeah. time around is incredibly strong. Let me just uh, put that there so you can see it as well. I mean, you've got... Um, I mean, especially the Sunday. I would, uh, this is the listing which I had for my yeah, original post. So you had lots there, of fan yeah. favorites there. Stephen and Mel, Joss Whedon, Sherlock will be coming straight off their uh, panel from Hall H, so straight out of there across the road. And uh, you also had just so just to, uh, to finish that, uh, Dead Rising, and also um, uh, Jared Pilecki as well. So I mean, the Sunday is uh, incredibly strong, um, but I think. All in all, it's Nerd HQ is once again one of the main draws, uh, at, uh, certainly outside of the convention centre. So if you did go for tickets and you got those, uh, the one that you were after, congratulations and uh, yeah, I hope you have a great time uh, at the New Children's Museum. So, yeah, I mean, is it something that you've ever done? Have you ever done? Yes, I've done. I've never done it. Okay. Um, I love them because it's just a much smaller crowd, and then it's not much of a moderator talking like half an hour, and then you just get that five minutes to ask questions. It was basically it's very, half an it's hour, very interactive. Yeah, half an hour, sure. 40 minutes of fans asking them questions. So uh, it was very interesting, very intimate, uh, and very fun. Cool. I will be going to my first Nerd <laughs> HQ. Uh, panel because uh, apparently I have been able to source uh, just Whedon tickets. So looking looking forward to uh, uh, seeing the nose hair of Joss Whedon right there. He's, he's going to be right there. But looking forward to it. It's going to be lots of fun. So all in all, it looks like Nerd HQ was a success ticket sale for, for them. So that's uh, excellent stuff. Um, but then of course the other big news and when it came to tickets and uh, Bedlam was pretty much announced. Uh, was of course preview night is going to be for Star Wars, uh, Star Trek Beyond. 
Now, uh, this is obviously a, the uh, a, a IMAX screening. It's the world's first outdoor IMAX premiere, um, and it's going to be taking place um, uh, in the space where the San Diego Symphony uh, is currently set up. But then they announced how you could actually finally get those tickets, and it is going to be another line and another lottery. <laughs> Indeed, the uh, unofficial blog did their April yeah. Fool's thing, yeah. which everything is going to be a lottery now, and it seems to be is coming true, uh, <laughs> no. which is rather uh, interesting. Um, the way that, it, that um, that's getting organised is uh, it's going to be uh, Embarcadero uh, South, I believe, and uh, the line officially starts at 11 o'clock, with the draw starting at midday. Um, whether that's actually going to work for anybody else, and whether I think people will start lining up earlier than 11. But I think that where people are going to get more concerned is the fact that if they do line up for hours in advance for this, at the end of the day, it's a random draw. And you, you may spend three, four hours in this line to then not get into uh, to not get a ticket it's not a certain draw so it's, it's just going to be bedlam uh, I think in my, my in my mind I think it's actually a, a wise decision on their part because it sorts out the wheat from the chat yes, those, uh, it, those who really want to go and those who really want to attend this thing. so what's been the chatter being like um, online um, Mark Alyssa, I mean, what have you spotted about this? What's been the general opinion of what they're going to do and how they're going to do it? I mean, the one thing from me that I noticed was, obviously, they said if they haven't given out all the tickets by the end of the line, then you can just basically keep going around and around. Do we really think that it will go around a second time, a third time? I don't think it will. I think that line is going to be long no. enough to just... <laughs> yes. Get the tickets done in one go. Yeah, right. I think you're absolutely right. It's just so many Trek fans out there. I think it, I don't think it means it's just Trek fans either. Yeah. I think it's just people that would see this very much as a unique event, very much like the um, the Cowboys and Aliens World Premier that was wow. um, okay. in 2011. Okay, I'm excluding outside. Right? And this is a yeah, yeah, this is a very Plus much a, a unique event when you've got the San Diego Symphony yeah. playing along with the film. You've got the stars there as well. It's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of setup. Even if, even though the film comes out two days after the uh, the whole thing uh, happens, um, it is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So I think even if you're not a Trek fan, it's going to be one of those hot tickets. Um, it's certainly um, like like Alyssa said. It's certainly uh, squirreled away a lot of plans for a lot of people before that preview night. And it's going to certainly transform the morning of San Diego on the Wednesday, uh, Alyssa. Yes, um, I, um, a lot of people are really unhappy that they're they're pulling in mid afternoon on Wednesday, and they can't do the line. So that may that factor may keep a lot of people the line down to um, smaller than we than us for anticipate. However, when you do the math and you assume that there are six or seven thousand seats. Say a thousand have already gone to um, the the studio, the stars, the um, the people from the um, the event that they had a few a uh, few months ago. Then you're looking at three or four thousand tickets, 
And if those three or four thousand tickets are one are two per uh, two wristbands per ticket, yeah. then you end up with only a thousand fifteen hundred winning ticket number. You know, tickets. Yeah, yeah it's. Ads don't look good. It's, yeah. it's, it's basic math, isn't it? It's just going to be uh, very awkward. Um, I, these are all guesses on my part, and I could be totally wrong, and maybe the capacity is, is way bigger than I think. Well, I think Fingers the, crossed. The, the math you're doing there kind of makes a little sense. If anything, the one thing that um, certainly a lot of people um, know preview night for is the queuing up to get into the convention center itself. Now, admittedly, a lot of that is now being negated by the fact that you already have your badges, certainly uh, in North American attendees. So there's that kind of out of the, the equation. But of course, us being con attendees will line up for anything, so uh, no <laughs> doubt there will be a line to get into the convention center. But this event will now actually take a bunch of those people out of that equation and to take them over. It will, but the you also need to remember that all of the exclusive, the toy people, the exclusive people are still going to be in the hall, in um, the line to get into uh, the convention center. So they're not even going to be trying for the Star Wars tickets. So, you know, that's all of these factors. We don't really know how how is going to play in, but I I think it's going to be interesting to see how it works out. And it's great that they're doing it this way. It's <laughs> you know a bit annoying, uh, perhaps maybe you know a random notification, but I don't know. Who knows? I, I can't plan a better way for CCI. They've got they've got it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the comment we've got, we've got several that have come in uh, talking about Booby Night. Um, Samantha Maybe, um, who joined us on last week's show. Uh, morning all, can't wait to hear more about uh, Star Wars Celebration. Over our little recap was uh, good enough for you. Uh, I'm so much more anxious for preview night than any other day of the week. <laughs> I can understand that because it is, there's just so much happening for a night which traditionally doesn't actually. It's supposed yeah. to be a, a kind of chilled out. Introduction to the whole thing. Um, what else have we got? Um, let's see. Um, the timing of the Star Trek tickets is 2.30 or until tickets are all pulled, if I remember correctly. I doubt they will go around second time or last until 2.30 if they're organized well enough. No, I, noon. Noon. They start pulling tickets at noon. Yeah, well, and I know that it, I thought it start, the draw started at noon. It may go until 2.30, so... We'll have, to, we'll have to check that. That was from Kylie Sills. We'll uh, look into that. But as far as I remember, it was uh, it's 11 o'clock. Um, the uh, the line opens. How that's going to work, I've no clue. What people are just going to loiter around till 11 o'clock? No, people are actually not going to show up till 11 o'clock. That you believe an awful lot. Um, and then yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just wandering around here. Just wonder. Oh, I'm just happening what? to be around here. Oh, that's happening over there. I'll wander over. Not a problem. If, if we have the unofficial line nonsense again, good grief! We, uh, we had a lot of nonsense from that like, the other time. So no, thank you very much indeed for that, Kylie. We will check on that 2:30 uh, timing that you mentioned. Uh, let's have a look. Um, Okay, um, I think that's pretty... Oh, um, Alyssa, by the way, we have uh, got a suggestion for you as your uh, cosplay. 
Uh, I just want to see your face, by the way, as we uh, do this. Uh, this is from Jason Coe. Alyssa is an Ewok. I am down with this. I think it's a cracking idea. We're going to have to get this sorted. So, Alyssa, just... Only if you're Chewbacca. Chewbacca okay. and Ewok, I'll go with it. Okay, but what I need you to do right now, just so we can test drive this, I need you to no. say words. No. I, no. I need you to say words. Yup, yup. Yup, yup. Yup, yup. She's not going to do Fair enough. Okay. Um, let's see what else we've got. Um, apparently, uh, this is uh, from Scott, um, uh, who's uh, messaged in regarding uh, the, uh, uh, the Nerd HQ. Apparently, Dead Rising is still on sale since Friday. Oh, no. <laughs> There's always that one panel yeah. at Nerd HQ. Last year, if I, I remember correctly, they had a panel for The Visit, which had tickets ongoing. Is there a film kind of like that on this year, Alyssa? You know, where they've got one film that's maybe not as big as they should be trying for? Do I they have one it, film? it is this. I think it's that Dead Rising, yeah. I thought that was a computer game. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, so I, I mean, even, even Drunk History sold out quickly. Okay. But they do have surprise panels as well sometimes. Yeah. Guess what? Uh, like, you announce suddenly somebody is able to make it. So, uh, we have an app as well. Then you say, just go buy your tickets or something like yeah. this. And we rush down to wherever it is. Fair enough. Okay. Um,. And I think a lot of people are just absolutely just kind of just want it to start now. Just really getting excited about the whole uh, the week. Uh, Scott Douglas has uh, sent a comment in. Uh, I'm going to the Beyond premiere. Uh, can't wait. Will be the highlight of Comic-Con before the convention even starts. <laughs> I think that's pretty much what everyone's uh, take on it is. It's just such a massive event to take place at uh, San Diego. So that's cool. Uh, Carl Clement uh, leaving Monday at midnight to get into San Diego. I think, yeah. I mean, if you want to just jump in on the uh, the Q and A and just let us know when are you actually arriving in town? Um, I know that you're setting off on Tuesday, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm not going. To you're San not going to San Diego. You're going home. home. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. I, that was just me rubbing it in. My sounds like something like that. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> Mark can feel me. Mark can feel. <laughs> me and Tina are in the same place. Same place. Um, but yeah, do um, let us know um, when you're getting in. Uh, we'll stay online for another five, ten minutes. Well, yeah, five minutes or so. Um, this is. Um, I will. I, I will say that um, the the um, my my the app has been updated. So if you haven't downloaded it and um, updated your schedule, the whole My Schedule um, app is working. Um, I, I've managed to import it into Google Calendar and along with my TripIt itinerary, which is going to be invaluable. Um, so if you have time, you're sitting in the airport and you're trying to figure out something, it play play around with those. It's uh, worthwhile. To just way to keep organized during con. Yes, more people staring at their phone during con. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, going to be a major symptom this year. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to upload, update the app and basically do my schedule um, pretty much on the plane. I think that's going to be my <laughs> my my planning. It's going. I'm going to take up 12 hours trying to put the jigsaw together. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a, a, a packed one. 
Um, let's see, uh, Andy Babat. Hello, Andy. How are you doing, sir? Looking forward to meeting you guys at Comic Con next week so much. Uh, looking forward to meeting you as well, sir. Uh, Andrew English, who has been to Comic Con, uh, sorry, to uh, Star Wars Celebration uh, this weekend, only did Saturday. Uh, not as packed as multiple event conventions. I don't know. I thought it was nicely busy. Yeah, I thought I it was busy. I thought it was nice. I mean, so, uh, the one thing I did notice, because I came here for uh, MCM Expo uh, about a month ago, it wasn't as mental as that. That was, it was, it was a, a little bit more intense. Maybe and because it was well organized, it was busy, but people were moving in the correct direction. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, the I, I, that it was supposed to be. I, I'd, I'd say, it's, I think that says a lot about Repop as well, considering, yeah, they, they, they know their job. They know exactly what they're doing. So, well, I mean, I hope you enjoyed your uh, time at Star Wars, uh, Andrew. Um... Let's see, uh, Andrew English, I saw Pokemon Go players all in the queues only. <laughs> so, yes, it is around. It does happen. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this was uh, from James Binder. I'm guessing this was regarding Nerd HQ. Had two computers ready and neither got through. It was showing sold out one minute after nine. But then again, we're talking tens of thousands of people yeah. going after 250 ticket so it's just it's sheer math it's sheer math um carol hansen uh this was i think regarding the reason why they pulled a number of the details uh some of the panels had 2017 dates so that's they kind of had they i think they had them as placeholders more than anything so there was, there was that so okay um right andy bavax i arrive in san diego on tuesday uh, james binder if all goes well, I'll be landing in San Diego at 12.30 tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, if that's the case, you may even be coming in on the same plane as me. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Carol Hansen, uh, arriving Tuesday. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, um, for maybe, I got to see the visit last year. For, oh, this is the panel which Mark was mentioning. Uh -huh. Following the Nerd HQ panel, it was a great experience. Haven't seen anything similar to that so far, but video game panels seem to struggle sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think that's... Yeah, no. I, I went to one surprise one which was the Tom, uh, Tomb Raider a oh, couple of years back. Um, and that was quite crowded actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's Tomb Raider, always Tomb Raider. a popular, popular character. It's the boobs. Yeah. Um, anyway. Reduction of boobs at that point. <laughs> it was the new look. Uh, yes. Excellent. <laughs> Um, and uh, Kylie's just clarifying his. <laughs> Mark, Mark's lost it. Um, clarification: It's supposed to go until 2 p.m. Uh, this is the uh, draw for the Star Trek ticket. Uh, from CCI's announcement, tickets will be drawn between 12 and 2, or or until all winning, winning tickets are drawn. I think they're going to go before 2. It's just they're just going to go. So, yeah, I quite like the tweet from um, uh, Jesse Lynn. Uh, as the uh, seventh candidate on Twitter, um, along the lines of if you do get to the front of the queue and if you uh, aren't successful in your draw, you can use the Comic Con shuttles to get to the back of the queue uh, <laughs> where it's obviously going to be all the way uh, out <laughs> down the other end of the, uh, the convention. Um, cool, excellent stuff. Uh, Samantha, maybe, checking in officially on Tuesday. Um, let's have a look. And uh, yeah, I think everyone's just kind of really excited at this point. Everyone's just really kind of getting into it and really excited for this year's conference. 
So I think we can pretty much wrap this up and say thank you very much indeed for watching Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. Oh, Alyssa's sticking her hand in the air. Go for it, Alyssa. I just want to give everybody a heads up, uh, you know, for the... Since most of us are leaving our TVs and DVRs, I just want to give you a weekend TV brief update. We've got season finales of Containment, 12 Monkeys, Bones, Wayward Pines, 13, and Preacher. Um, and then also ongoing series for Mr. Robot and Outcast. So please, before you leave, don't forget to do your DVR. Well, I'm downloading Mr. Robot onto my phone. I will be watching that on the plane. Oh, it's it, it's worth... I love the first episode, but I'm a huge fan regardless. Um, I, other people in my household have been more skeptical. That's the weirdest show you watch. <laughs> but, I, 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 there I, I, you go. I did watch the first season. I haven't seen any of the second. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen any of the new ones yet. I've saved it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. don't look to that. Um, see ya. Absolutely. And and Mark, I mean, what's what's up for you next? What's on your horizon? I mean, I know that you're going to London Film and Comic Con, uh, which is the, the week after. Yeah, two you're weeks. Yes. Uh, no, it's at Olympia, all the way across London, all the way across London. So, yeah, uh, two weeks' time, I'll be at London Film and Comic Con. Uh, they've got quite a good selection. Jeremy Renner's going to be there as well. Um, so I'm going to be that uh, Wednesday. She's melted again. You, you can stay, Tina. You can stay. You've got to stay two more weeks, but you can meet him. It's not a problem. Um, yeah, uh, Wednesday, I see Star Trek Beyond. So as you're all lining up, I shall tweet my reaction. Yes, me and Tina were talking about this last night. We're seeing it at the same time, even though we're in different continents. Um, so we'll tweet our reactions, and then if you're in the line for the ticket and we say it's rubbish, you can leave the line. You can just go and just have a beer elsewhere. It's fine, you know. Yeah, get out of the line. It's not that good. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so no, that's about it. Um, a few interviews coming up as well, which I'll tweet about. Been some very interesting times with a few good interviews as well. Cool. Right, I think. Go for it. Um, in September, this um, September, we have our Singapore Toy Games and Comic Convention. Um, if you're interested in what's happening around my side of the world, uh, we have interesting guests like uh, Phil Norto and uh, Brooke Allen, who's an artist in Number Jane's. Uh, they are the announced guests at the moment, uh, and plus a few others, which I've already mentioned in my blog. Um, so I'll probably have some access to them. Um, Excellent. Uh, where can where can people find you online? Ah, they can <laughs> find me at uh, red dot diva on Twitter and Instagram. That's the same thing as well, and on Facebook as well. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. It's been a, a pleasure. Um, Mark, where can people find you online at the moment, sir? Uh, I'm on Twitter at mark underscore Sirby. A uh, little website of mine, marksirby.com. Every Thursday evening in the UK, I'm on the Anglian radio station network, just talking about the latest films in the cinema, DVD, and on TV. I always tweet out a link, so no matter where you are in the world, you can have a listen, 15 minutes of your time. If you agree with my reviews, fantastic. If you don't, let me know, and we'll argue to, uh, to the death. It's great. He's a, he's a very good debater. Um, indeed, we, we often do call uh, Mark the master debater. Um, so... Yeah. 
thirteen. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. <laughs> and Alyssa, where do people find you? <laughs> Friendsofcc.com forward slash forum and on Twitter at Friendsofcci. Excellent stuff. Um, you can find me online at uh, on Twitter, English and SDCC, and of course most of the social media on that handle as well, and you can search for An Englishman in San Diego. The next time you're going to see us on screen uh, is going to be a week on Monday. Uh, we are on a boat. Uh, we are going to be on one of the yachts in the... Uh, I know, on one of the yachts in the, uh, uh, in the harbour uh, on Bayside, and we're going to be joined by about uh, nine or ten of our close friends and viewers from the Hangout. So uh, they're going to be joining us, and we're going to be wrapping up our con experience, which starts in two, three days' time. Everybody, from all of us, from every one of the guests we've had, from myself, from Alyssa, have yourself a fun, a safe, uh, an exciting, um, just have yourself an amazing time in San Diego. Hopefully, if you see this flat cap wandering around, come over and say hello, because uh, I'd love to meet you all in person. But I'm looking forward to seeing you all in San Diego in a couple of days' time. Me too. On this year's uh, season of Talking Comic Con. Thank you very much indeed. We will be announcing when we are returning for the next run of Comic Con uh, shows. Uh, but it looks like we're going to be starting up again in about two weeks' time. So uh, I know Alyssa is not happy about that. Uh, she wants us to talk about Comic Con constantly. She doesn't want me to have all of it. <laughs> well, if if we do hold to that schedule, the first return show will be a, a live broadcast from Boston Comic Con, which is um, an amazing cosplay event um, and has uh, some pretty heavy hitters for talent also. So cool. that's on, I believe, August 9th, okay. the weekend of August 9th. Keep your eyes on the, on my Twitter. Keep your eyes on the social media. We will announce when we will be coming back. And hopefully, we won't be waiting so long for Mr. Mark Serby to uh, you know, sort of free up his busy schedule till the next time he's back on the show. <laughs> you know. Okay, from all of us, from here at the XL, here in London, enjoy the rest of your week, and please have yourself an amazing San Diego Comic Con 2016. Bye. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.